Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I am your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Friday, October 7th. We're going to preview the Cowboys-Bengals game coming up on Sunday. Cowboys with a very stiff test against the Bengal, a good Bengals uh, team, especially on the defensive side of the ball, as well as they've got plenty of threats on offense. And had a good chat with Scott Linehan that I'll play for you guys shortly, as well as some Travis Frederick audio. And uh, at the end, I will give you my prediction for Sunday. And the Cowboys are really in a good spot right now when you look at them being three and one. Obviously, the Eagles are leading the division at three and zero. Oh. They were off last week, so. But Cowboys starting with a backup quarterback. It's crazy to think that with a rookie quarterback, without Tony Romo, with Des Bryant missing last week and possibly this week, without Tyron Smith for two weeks, that this Cowboys team is three and one, and off to uh, a solid start and, and can match their win total from last year with a win on Sunday. So it's uh, it's been a remarkable run so far for the Cowboys, and I think a lot of credit goes to Scott Linehan, who you will ha- hear from shortly. Scott Linehan had a bad year. La- well, it's not fair to say Scott Linehan had a bad year. The entire Cowboys organization had a bad year. They were not able to make do without Tony Romo and you can of course make the argument that there isn't 32 good starting quarterbacks in the league so to try and replace Romo with Brandon Whedon or a Matt Castle or a Kellen Moore and win games just isn't realistic but Linehan and Jason Witten and Jason Garrett they all say injuries can't be an excuse so if if you hold them to that they should have been able to find a way and this year they have Of course, Dak Prescott deserves a lot of credit. Ezekiel Elliott's leading the league in rushing. The offensive line has played well. The defense is forcing turnovers, which didn't happen last year. So certainly a a much better team, a much better offense going into this week. So... That, with that being said, I want to play uh, – I'll start off by playing the Travis Frederick audio. He talked a little bit about Ezekiel Elliott – or uh, t- talked about Ezekiel Elliott and the, re- and the importance of the relationship between the running back and offensive line. O-line relationship, not just obviously – in the meeting room, on the field, but doing stuff off the field as well. I think it's I think it's important um, because we work so closely together, not only in the run game but also in the pass game. 
um, it's important, but I think that's important throughout. Uh, our run game, and it takes 11 guys to do it. You might talk about the offensive line and the running back, but the tight end's a big part of that, and the wide receivers are a big part of that on the outside, and the quarterback is a big part of that too. So when you, when you talk about it, it, it really does take everybody. So uh, as, as good as that relationship has to be with the offensive line and the running back, it has to be that good with everybody else, the tight ends, the fullbacks, and wide receivers. How has he shown his appreciation for you guys? You can tell. He, he cares about us, and he wants us to be happy as much as we want him to be happy. And, and ultimately, it's a team game. It's not about one guy being the leading rusher or setting records or whatever you know one guy can do. It's about the team getting wins, and it's about the team being successful uh, in situational football and being able to win games. He's saying he's going to take you guys to dinner here soon. I don't know. He's set. He's, he's looking to take you guys out to a nice dinner somewhere. You know, uh, hopefully we don't take advantage of it too much. You know, offensive line, we, we do like to eat. I don't know if he's, he's ready to, to see that number yet. <laughs> All right, that was Pro Bowl center Travis Frederick talking about the relationship him and and Ezekiel Elliott have built along with the other offensive linemen and and, uh, kind of of humorous. Zeke said he was going to try and take him out to dinner at some point, but as Travis Frederick said, that bill could run pretty steep, even though Zeke was the fourth overall pick. I'm sure he doesn't want to pay that high of a bill quite yet. But this is Locked On Cowboys with Drew Davison. And let me remind you, check out the Locked On Podcast Network. It is your must-listen-to podcast if you want any of the, the ins and outs of the NFL. Experts cover pretty much every team, so please check out Locked On Podcast Network on iTunes, on Audio Boom. Check out Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson. Check out Locked On Fantasy for all your fantasy needs. Check out... Tell, tell your friends to check out Locked On Cowboys for all your Cowboys needs. So please spread the word, Locked On Podcast Network. But getting back, as you heard, uh, Travis Frederick was talking about Ezekiel and what he's meant to the team. And, and real quick, before I get into some Scott Linehan audio, I want to touch on the defense. The defense is expected to get a big boost this week with the return of Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, however, Lawrence has suffered a setback since training camp. He had back surgery in January. Jason Garrett was saying, you know, they're kind of progressing slowly. Part of it is because he's been suspended for four weeks. Part of it is because he had a setback. So he is not a lock to play on Sunday. And as Rod Marinelli said earlier today, there's really no reason to rush. Demarcus Lawrence back because you don't want him to suffer another setback and miss even more games. You want him to be 100% healthy before you roll him out there. So Demarcus Lawrence, he is a guy who clearly the Cowboys are counting on, but uh, his, his status seems to be up in the air right now, and that is not a good sign for the a Cowboys defense that needs to get pressure on Andy Dalton so A.J. Green can't run free in the secondary And DeMarcus Lawrence led the team with eight sacks last year. This year's Cowboys team only has six. So that means they're on pace for 24. Still a terrible, terrible number. You know, this has been an issue for the last two, three years, it seems like. In 2014, they only had 28 sacks. And last year, added Greg Hardy, took plenty of backlash for that move rose a whole three to 31 so getting to the quarterback has been an issue for the the Cowboys not just this season but all season or the past few seasons so they certainly need someone to step up and someone to step up quickly that was expected to be Demarcus Lawrence this week 
but wait and see kind of how his status is on Sunday. Make sure you check out StarTelegram.com. We'll have it up to date, the latest news on Demarcus Lawrence, so make sure you check that out. And while I'm at it, let me remind you, if you want to go to AT&T Stadium, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. And with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats you want for a great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house. Wherever you want to sit, whether that's the 50-yard line, the club seats, or the upper level. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way i found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this weekend. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy in SeatGeek is backed by the 100% guarantee. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter promo code LOCOWBOYS. That's LOCOWBOYS. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOCOWBOYS today. Get to AT&T Stadium Live and make sure you use SeatGeek to do so. And now let's switch to the offensive side of the ball for the Cowboys Dak Prescott, it goes without saying, he's been the storyline of the year so far for the Cowboys, and, and a lot of credit has to go to offensive coordinator Scott Linehan. As I touched on earlier in this episode, Scott Linehan did not have a great season in trying to get the offense moving with a Brandon Whedon or a Matt Castle or a Cullen Moore. He's been able to do that with Dak Prescott. Of course, a lot of credit goes to Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott gave just as much praise back to Scott Linehan said, he is by far the best play caller, or he couldn't ask for a better play caller than Scott Linehan, and uh, that, of course, is how we're going to start this Scott Linehan interview. So Dak was saying yesterday that he couldn't ask for a better play caller and offensive coordinator than you in his career. Is that just him sucking I'm up, or do you take that? I'm paying money to make him say that. <laughs> uh, no, he's less than just Dak being, you know, he's always going to be a person that sheds the light. Um, that's what leaders do. Um, Tony does it. All, all the guys that have, uh, have those qualities as leaders um, are always even guys pumped up and positive about what they say. Um, he's done a really nice job of adapting to our, you know, our, coming in and learning our systems, different than what he ran in college, but also being able to run everything we run. Um, and uh, done a great job so far. He's still, it's funny, still so early in his career. Talking about four games and some preseason, but um, he's making great progress for us. Is this the most since you've been here? Is this the most diverse the offensive package has been? From the standpoint, you see some schemes like you saw Washington, you haven't really seen since, and you do because of his versatility and just your approach as offense. Is it more diverse this year with what you're doing? Well, I think it was. It wasn't. It wasn't just because Dak's playing now. Um, we felt we were 
needed to inject some things into our system that we already thought was very sound and good. Um, but there's, there's cer- certainly a few things we do that are new. I think everybody does that to a certain extent. But um, yeah, I think we've we we try to maintain a level of diversity in our offense, so we have the ability to do a number of things when we want to do them. A month in, do you have staple plays yet, or is it still early? Oh yeah, I mean we're, we're running them. I mean if you you're just really break us down you're going to see a lot of concepts that we run week in and week out pretty consistent um it's all based on situations too so um but yeah um we tend to lean on some things pretty heavy i like to be able to the dust settles that you're running you know your bread and butter stuff you might do a different formation or personnel group but running those plays is um the key you gotta believe in those you know it's not just you run this play and you run this play. You run a play uh, multiple ways. That's how you get good at them, in my opinion. Elliot's been getting better each week. It's Elliot has been getting yeah. better. Do you think that's him? Do you think it's just the team getting used to the offensive line playing better? Is it a combination? What do you think it's been? Yeah, he's a young player. He hasn't been here long. hasn't played a lot of snaps with the guys he's running behind and playing with. And I think guys like that, if they're working hard and they're paying attention like he is, he's going to get better. And, uh, you know, he takes – takes uh, coaching very well and uh, he's uh, you know, made improvements from where he was in training camp to his first game second game um, last couple of games you can see a steady improvement that's what you want to see in young players Three to call at the end of the game and see the on the final drive had that been in your back pocket or had, was that put in no we've had that we like it in a number of situations but you know that was one of the situations it's, it's uh, each week but uh, that's one of those things that Especially when the other team has multiple timeouts, um, you know. But the, the whole idea is, in that situation, you want to get first downs without stopping the clock. And when you throw the ball, there's there's one risk: is that the ball could be batted or you know not caught. So um, you know that's that's the, what you take into account. But some of those plays are the, the you know the risk of the ball being incomplete are a lot le- a lot less. You know that that type of play is is. is is a play um, we've used before. And, and in that situation, I don't want to say getting clearance, but you have to run it by Jason that we may... Well, we're always on the same page on that. And I'll give Jason all the credit in the world for um, being on board with that kind of approach. So, so green light type Oh, yeah. Yeah, J- Jason's, you know, for, first of all, he was a great play caller and is a great, great play caller himself, and he helps me in situations like that. So we talk about it. We talk about it during the week. Really, those calls are made. You know, right. days ahead of, of that situation, you just hope you're in that situation to, to call him. Can you be more aggressive with Dak than you were with some of the backups last year? Um, well, I mean, we're running running our offense, and you know, the aggressive nature of our offense uh, always kind of applies to to uh, the situation in the game. But yeah, there's nothing we're holding back with Zach or Dak. I'm I'm, I'm sorry that uh, that. Uh, you know, when it comes to what we do on offense, you know, we do the same thing we do with Tony. It's no different. When you watch the film from last week's game, what were some of the things that you liked and maybe didn't like about the the wide receivers did without Des being in there? Well, I like loved how they competed and how they stepped up. You know, got good production out of Bryce, cut the touchdown. Uh, you know, I thought I thought T Dub played really well. Um, great energy, came up with some big plays for us in, in the game, big touchdown when we needed it. Um, so I, I thought they all stepped up and it was, you know, kind of spread the ball around a little bit more last week. So, you know, all four of them were touching the ball. 
he's came up a big play at the end of the game, big third down in the first drive. So collectively, without Dez, you know, they all stepped up and and uh, picked up a lot of uh, slack there. So I was really happy with how they played and they blocked. It's one probably one of their best games blocking on the perimeter too. How how tough is it to establish a running game against the Bengals defensive front? Yeah, defensively they there's not they, they don't have a weakness. Um, that's the first thing that shows up, and they're good against the run and the pass. So it's a big challenge. Um, each week is like that in this league, but this is one of the best defenses we'll play this year. Um, and they've got really, really good, really, really good players and really, really good coaches. So um, we got a big challenge ahead of us, but our guys are excited for the game. And how good of a test will this stretch be playing Cincy and then at Green Bay? Well, we're not top, we're not really all that concerned about what's next. Uh, I think the guys do a great job of focusing on this game and Cincinnati's who's on our radar this week. And it's a tough, that's a tough enough as it is to get ready for a team like this. So we're, uh, that's that's what we're focusing on right now. All right, that was <laughs> offensive coordinator Scott Lennon, and as you can tell, they are 100% focused on the Cincinnati Bengals. But that's going to do it. Uh, my prediction, unfortunately for all y'all Cowboy fans, I think this week the Bengals are going to pull it out. I think they'll win 24-23. A lot of question marks with the Cowboys, with Demarcus Lawrence maybe not playing. Des Bryant looks like he's going to make miss a second straight week. Dan Bailey has a sore back. And if, as, as you heard, Scott Lennon says this may be the best defense the Cowboys are going to face. So I think this might be the week where you see Dak Prescott get a little bit rattled, maybe not perform to the standard he's kind of played up to this point. So I got the Bengals winning this week, but make sure you tune in on Monday. I could be wrong, could be eating some crow. Again, this is Locked On Cowboys with Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Drew Davison, D-R-E-W-D-A-V-I-S-O-N. Shoot me an email, ddavison at star-telegram.com. And again, please check out all the Locked On podcast going on. So until Monday, take care. Enjoy the game. Go to SeatGeek if you need a ticket to AT&T Stadium on Sunday. What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.